welcome back to another episode of BBGG. How are you, Shane? Good. Thank you. It's good. Um, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am great. Uh, look. Well, let's talk about Stuart Sink. Right into it. Right into it. Guy's 47 years old. Won the uh, RBC Heritage this week. Yeah. And uh, got a cool 1.5 mil. Cool 1.5. Yeah. And look, the first thing I thought when I saw that he won, I was like, 47? That's how old I'm going to be in 14 years. I could be on the tour by then. Winning a cool 1.5 mil. Yeah. Probably not. But, uh, Look, I mean, it's a, uh, in, in interesting point. Uh, we spoke about this very briefly earlier where my first comment was, yeah, but about 10 years ago, he won the British Open. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is true. Um, so he's a major winner. Yep. Who's put in the work for many years. Yes. So I'm not saying it's uh can't happen, but it's just supremely unlikely. Yeah, no, it is, I know. Oh, I mean, got to get a handicap first. <laughs> I do have a handicap. It's called golf. <laughs> um, I know there's a lot of hard work that has to be put into that, and people basically commit their lives to it. And uh, it's just nice to go. You know what? That is something that might be achievable. Like the ten years of work beforehand isn't a prerequisite. No, but it's definitely very advantageous. You almost have to be playing at a high level from being a child yes, to have a hope. Which, as we said in our first episode, we both wish we played as children. I did. I did. <laughs> because uh, we'd be a lot better right now. Would be. But was, um, I was following that one closely. I watched the first round. Yeah. And um, Cam Smith was leader yep. at the end of day one. I was really hoping he'd uh, he'd get up. I think Leishman was close by. Maybe that was the Masters. Yeah, I don't recall. I think no, I think Leishman was pretty up there in the Masters. Anyway, I was, I was hoping Cam Smith would keep form and uh, get the win, but it seems he had a couple of doubt, like a down day, at an even par day, and then come back with a minus five or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry, minus five, five under. Yeah, <laughs> on what, the last round. His first day was his career low, sixty-two, mm. which is crazy. But yeah, his second day I think was even par, and um, I think Stewart had two days of eight under, or at least ended yeah. uh, sixteen under after two days. He cleaned up. Yeah, so yeah. Always a good little tournament. Yeah, had his son on on the bags, on the bag go. Yeah, I like the that. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, DJ's got his brother. Yep. Westwood has his fiance or had. I think Spieth's got his brother too, doesn't he? Was it? I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, if I was that successful, I'd love to share it. Share that success with my uh, family. Yeah, for sure. Friends. I mean, having your wife out would be nice. But, yeah, I mean, if she doesn't know a lick about golf, then you'd hope that you'd sort of taught your kids a little bit. <laughs> Oh, shit. When you're that age, hopefully at least one of your kids. Yeah. What a dark well, for me who has six. Yeah. We'll have six soon. Very, very soon. At least one of them should know something about golf. Yeah. 
hey, look, I mean, for you got to pay your caddy, right? So it's kind of uh, fruitless paying your wife. It's just That's keeping not. the money in the family. Pocket change. It's well, not fruitless. It's it's keeping the money in the family for sure, rather than paying someone else. Some other yeah, I guess it, paying well, your missus. Well, look, it depends how your budget works, right? If you if you're like me and my wife, then you have all of your money goes into the same place. So you're getting uh, it's basically just. And I would consider. I think I think at that point when you're winning one point five mil <laughs> yeah. uh, a weekend. Obviously, they don't win that every weekend, but you're winning. You well, know, look, I think if you make the cut, it's still about 40k, isn't it? If you're the like, if you're the last person on the cut, I looked this up earlier because I was like, you know what? Even if I don't get to a tour and win it, I'd like to see what it costs to, or what you'd end up getting paid out for actually being in the competition. If you made the cut out of the the 60, I think it was 65 people made the cut last weekend. Uh, the the person who came in dead last in the cut got 15 grand okay so like for a, for a week of playing golf 15 grand is a lot better than the uh one and a half to two grand average joe makes a week it depends on the team you have with you though like if you're hiring yes yeah, managers true. and uh swing coaches and physiotherapists and, you know what like whatever they yeah. do and i guess that's one of the advantages of having a uh wife or kid as a caddy too that's right is uh, you're not paying for that an outside source. That's right, exactly right. But yeah, but if you, if you yeah, if you're bringing in big big bucks, it doesn't really matter where the money goes, I guess. No, that's right. I just thought that was uh, a cool little number there. It's encouraging too, because you you know, obviously there's a lot of people are able to play golf into their elderly years. Yeah, um, it's a game that you can adapt your body and play. Yep. Um, which is cool, like a forty-seven-year-old winning a major, or not a major, a um, just a tournament PGA tour event yeah. is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it is, and uh, I think I'm pretty sure Rick Shields did an interview with someone not that long ago where he talked about what it takes to be on tour, and the costing ended up coming to about I think fifteen, somewhere between fifteen hundred and three grand a week. If you're not playing in your hometown, just for expenses and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could get that down a bit, but that's the uh, sort of standard. But you don't think about that. No. You know, unless you're a sponsored athlete, you're not. But no. Most of them. Most of them. Yeah. They're, they're sponsored to play the clubs or wear stuff. And yeah, and that was it. It was for a non-sponsored athlete, like someone who's paying all their own costs. That's about what you're going to be looking at a, a week. Yeah. If, if you're not sponsored, you have to pay, and your result is how much you get paid. Yep. <laughs> so I didn't actually. I heard someone talking the other day where I was watching a Australian golf tournament, and they were talking about payouts, and they said one of the young guys on there had won ten thousand over his last three tournaments, and I thought that's just sounds super low compared to um, American golf, which I mean Aussies probably have a lot less big sponsors or deals because we're not it's not a worldwide like no one's going oh yes I want to tune into the Australian PGA Championship this week yeah but uh, they the Australian PGA Championship has a 1.5 million kitty prize pool mm. I think uh, the RBC Heritage had 
seven million, I think. The U.S. Open has something like eleven point five. So it's uh, yeah. I mean, you could still make okay money if you're making the cut at an Australian event, but it's definitely uh, it's probably a lot cheaper to stay and get around in Australia too. Look, I'd be I'd be pretty happy making myself ten k from playing twelve rounds of golf. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I pay money to play golf, so yeah. <laughs> Pay money for everything. More for me, right? <clears throat> yep. Speaking of money and golf, golf balls are expensive. Hold on. Before we go there, All right. hold that thought. I'll hold it. <clears throat> oh, that was so bad. Um, <laughs> Edit. No. I was watching the European tour. Yep. Uh, yesterday? <clears throat> yeah, yesterday. Much of this may have my... Wife, sister-in-law, kids, <laughs> everyone mom, who mom you were staying at home, brother. To yep. Yeah, we were all all at mum and dad's yesterday, and I'm, no one was watching telly, so I whacked on the golf. Yeah. Um. So two blokes were in the playoff, right? In a playoff, and they just repeated it par three over and over until someone won. Right. So I got, I think it was both parred the first time, parred the second time, both birdied the second time. Part the fourth time, the fifth time, can't remember the names, uh, but it was the Austrian Open. If anyone's interested, right? Um, fifth one, dude hit in the water, and from the drop zone, he ripped one, yeah. hit the green, backspin was ridiculous, yeah. back into the water. Oh no! So what it was in our fourth shot or something? Yeah, drop zone, did the same thing again. No. <laughs> Oh, fifth playoff hole, he's in the water three times. Oh, I thought that was going to be like a Cinderella story, like drop zone, rips it again, backspin, this time goes into the hole, nah. makes a par. No. Nah. Oh, man. I was, I was, you know, I felt terrible for the guy, but I'm like, geez, that's golf, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm like, geez, that's, um, makes, that's, that that's makes me. me <laughs> it makes me feel so much better. Yeah. That uh, these guys who get paid mega bucks and who are, really good at the sport, do these same things I do. Yes. They're a lot more consistent, but uh, they still have their off holes. They do it infrequently. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Anyway, golf balls. Oh, golf balls. I'm excited. I, <laughs> I Big found... Cam's excited. Big Cam. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I am very excited. I was looking at golf balls. You and I talked last week. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but about sugar balls, the sugar cube, yep. which you can get from the States, yep. which you can't get from the States over here, yep. but if you live there, you can get it. Sure. It's, uh, I believe it was 20, 27, 29, something like that, golf balls. For, yeah. Uh, all in a box. 27. For 69 US, which is not bad. It's... I, Look, it's, I looked at the price and I was like, oh, it's marginally better than two boxes of Pro V's US price. So two boxes of Pro V ones in the US cost uh, about 90 bucks. Yeah. And so you're getting... That's 24 balls. Yeah, you're getting an extra three balls or so for uh, $10 less. $20 less. Yep. Um, That's cool. It is. But then I was like, I wonder if anyone in Australia does something like that. And uh, I had a bit of a look, couldn't find anything. Lo and behold, I'm scrolling Facebook on uh, Saturday, 
and I get an ad for golf balls. And I, I thought, oh, you know what, it's probably just a U.S. company. It's direct-to-consumer. So it's like the same as Vice Balls, same as the Sub-70 irons. Gave it a click. Thought, if it says U.S., whatever, it's no loss. But uh turns out it it was for Golfbug. Uh, golfbug.com.au. Golfbug. They sell two types of balls, the mm. Softbug and the Tourbug. Mm. Tourbug is a three-piece urethane golf ball yes uh compression i believe they said was around 80 i, I can't actually remember I'd, I'd have to um have to wait until they get it but spoiler alert by the way i bought a uh a dozen tour bug golf balls for 31 dollars aud aud You're 31 joking. australian dollars for a ball that is, uh, and look, I looked at all the reviews. They've got a, a bunch of reviews up on Trust uh, Trustpilot. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people on there said that they thought the ball was just as good as the uh, big name urethane balls. So I, I'm quite excited to test those out. Triple double dusting. Triple double dusting. The soft bug balls. Uh, I think they rated similarly to the um, the Wilson staff. Duo. Duo. Uh, so about a uh, 50, I think 40 or 50 compression yeah. off the top. As I said, I can't quite remember. I'd have to go back and verify. But uh, yeah, thought that was very interesting. So I'm uh, keen to check those out. Keen to give it a go. On the one hand, I was like, oh, but they might not be as durable as the uh, Pro V1 because uh, Pro V1 are widely touted as the most durable golf ball. But um I also thought to myself, I'm probably not going to keep a golf ball long enough for it to outlast a Pro V1 anyway, <laughs> which is the beauty of a uh, a $31 box of balls. Yeah. So I'm hopefully getting Pro V1 feel for the same price as the Wilson Duo optics that I've been buying that feel nothing like it. Well, I mean, that would be good. That's the goal, right? That's why we're looking. Yeah. That's why you bought them. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, if they're good, I'm going to be ordering uh, quite a few boxes of those. Choice. Well, moving forward, they would be hundred percent, unless another sponsor came to me and said, "Hey, look, we've got all these balls, and we want you to have them." And like, yeah, no, what? I'll take it. <laughs> Looking for sponsors already. <laughs> hey, we noticed you've got a handicap of twenty-seven now instead of twenty-eight. You're getting better. Here's some balls. Here's some balls. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Oh, I did notice. I usually try and play with one sort of ball in or out. Last time we went out, I just, whatever I found from my last round in the waters or yep. in my travels, I just played with. Um, but I'm starting to really feel the difference between the real uh, clicky, you know, the cheaper ones. Yeah, which is, uh, yeah. I'm starting to get um, a bit more ball snobby. Yes. Uh, it's a, uh, I'm like, welcome, welcome to the ball snob club. It's something I've been. I mean, you know, I've been a ball snob for a long time, yeah, yeah. and uh, I've always thought that I could feel the difference between the uh, the two. Once you start striking them better, and you're getting better with your, I think it's your short game is where you definitely notice it a lot more. Yeah, um, when you're well, getting good the, at your chips and approach shots. It was not really off the tee. I noticed it at all. It was, like I said, in the short game. Yeah, chipping, pitching, just and, you know, just to have. Bit more of that stopping power. Yeah. So yeah, 
We'll see what it's like. They did say on the uh, one of their main points on the website was they talked about, you know, you have the average golfer who hits his ball out in the tree and it's, he's just lost a $5 golf ball. Yeah. And that just, it hurts. Well, that that's pretty much what stopped me from buying the expensive ones. premium ones. Yep. It's because I'm like, there's, you know, I'm, I'm not consistent enough that any given shot could go in the water or in a bush where I cannot find it. Yeah. I mean, even when we play rounds where, you know, the conditions are less than ideal and the rough's real thick, you lose balls just where you've seen where they drop, but you cannot find them. Yep. And that's five, six dollars, just boom, done. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, like we said at the end of, uh, so we played Arundel Hills, as we said we were going to last podcast. We ended up going out. Oh, yes, we did. And uh, <laughs> we worked out at the end of the day that I'd lost $20 worth of golf balls. Yep. Which uh, means I I paid $70 for my round. Yep. Uh, and yeah, it's just when you look at, at the end of a round and you look at how many golf balls you lost, I mean, that's just not a nice feeling. No, especially, I mean, you were playing brand new balls too. Yeah. I literally bought days before the round. Yeah. Not cool, man. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. And I mean, these balls, if I lose the same amount, it's going to be about the same price, but uh, they're, I'm not sacrificing the feel of the ball just so that I don't pay more to lose. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of playing golf. Yeah. We did play Arundel Hills. We did play Arundel Hills. We actually recorded some audio while we were out there. We did. So uh, we're going to have a listen to that now. Oh, now? Yeah. All right. Enjoy. Go on, man. All right, we're at uh, sitting on the 10th tee. Sitting on the 10th tee. It's a little backed up in front at Arundel Hills Country Club. Gold Coast, Australia. Yep, Queensland. You forgot that bit. No. Hey, he's using a red ball. I reckon he found one of my balls. There's some kangaroos jumping about over there. So, yep. <sighs> how do you feel like you went on the front nine? Oh, look, I've hit some really good shots, but overall terribly. Yep. It's, a, it's a front nine 54 for me. Well, it's a front nine 57 for me. I think it's better than the last time we were here. I'm pretty sure I ended on 60. It's a bit hot. Big. It is, oh. it is warm. Look how muscly that kangaroo is. He's very muscly. He's a big doggo. Yes. He's got a big schlong. Oh, no, it's not a schlong. It's a lady with a with a, um, it's a baby in the pouch. Oh, it is too. That's she, cute. Man, she's got some girth on her, though. Look at the muscles. Yeah. Wait, is it? Oh, no, it's a male. That's his penis. He's trying to get in. Yeah, you can see the scrot. Yeah. Far out. He's like, come on, you dogs. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, well, I think I've been driving pretty well. I've hit a couple of irons very, very well. Yeah. Um, chipping's been moderate. Putting's been poor. Yeah, my chipping's been great today. My putting's been... It, it, actually, these greens are a lot harder than the last time we were here. Yeah. A lot more firm. Um, my putting's not been too bad. I've been averaging probably two. Yeah. But uh, oh, my driving, my driving and my long irons have been shocking. I've developed a uh, a draw. As I, I think I said a couple of uh, podcasts ago, an unintentional draw. And I know how to hit it. I just don't know how to not hit it. So. <laughs> right, just to what the well, opposite of hitting it. When I try and account for it, 
And I think it's the same as when you're trying to count for a slice. You end up slicing worse. Yeah. So when I'm trying to count for my thing, I'm actually hitting it straight. Yeah. So I'm aiming out right so that my draw brings it back in left because it's not drawing by that much. But it ends up uh, just going straight, which yep. is uh, not what I want. All right, well, the dudes in front are far enough we could probably tee off now. Yes, let's do it. So I guess we'll do a little quick recap after the game and uh, see how we go. Yeah. All right. Well, you're two up in our match play too. Oh, yeah. So I'm the low score, but you're two up. Yeah. No. I just got lucky on some holes, eh? I did not. All right. Yep. So we're here on the 17th. 17th. We've just teed off. Caleb chunked it. Big I, chunky. I did a terrible little draw into trees. Caleb's hitting his second shot. 200 out, uphill. What do I have to say about my team? Nah. But Dan can't play good. Yep. A little low one that went to the other side of the fairway rough. Freaking idiot. <laughs> Our bodies are tired. I'm hitting wrong. I know I'm swinging wrong. I can feel that I'm setting up wrong and I still hit it. Uh, should be. I'm trying to find my ball. Yeah. Strix it. Terrible. Let's see. Well, Shane's about to hit his second shot. It's probably not going to be much better than mine, let's be real. The ball we found is apparently not his ball. Are you sure? All right. Well, Shane said that wasn't his ball. He said his didn't come this far left. I don't believe him. I can't see another ball. Let's just see how this plays out. Shane's about to hit his second shot now. He's dropped a ball. Probably won't take a penalty for that one. It was an okay shot through the trees out in the centre of fairway. What do you have to say for yourself? Can't be displeased with that. It was a nice recovery shot. It wasn't as far as I'd like, but it's on the fairway. All right, so... <laughs> he hasn't got a good look. There's a lot of trees in his way. I imagine he's just going to take a little, little medicine, maybe. No, he's going for it. I didn't see how it went. Let's see. Hey, how'd it go? Boy, he hit a tree. Now I've got to find my ball, which is middle of the fairway. How far out am I? Oh, okay, so we're going to hit a sandwich in. See so how we go. Front pin. Chuck and Caleb ball because he lost one. Playing my shot. Practice swing. Oh, sit down. Oh, actually not, just on the fringe, not a bad shot. Caleb's in the trees and he's just shot the green. 
So both in similar spots. I'd say mine's a touch better. Let's see. So how'd you go? Well, it's uh, on the back of the green. Yeah, did see that. Or, uh, well, look. So how many shots is that? If we're counting a penalty for me losing a ball, it is. Which of course we are, because it's match play. <laughs> that was my, no we're not. One, two, three. That'll be my fourth if we're not counting penalty. That's my fifth if we are. So, okay. So I'm still, I've got a shot up so far. What are you on? This is my fourth. We'll see, we'll see. It's actually, from my, my spot, for my ball, it looks like a tough pin location. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you take this. You, you give the viewers what they want. The listeners what they want. I can't because we're both playing crap. All right, listeners, here it is. I'll lay it down for you. I'm two up. We're on the second last hole. Shane's probably going to win this one. If he wins the next one, we're going to have a putt off. Well, he's just chipped it over the green to the other side of the green, so not likely this time. And I'm about to bump and run to the flag, sink it for six. I'm going to get it right up close with a pitching wedge. Here we go. Shane, just look at that, will you? Ah! Too fast. It stopped two feet past the hole on the fringe and uh, missed going in the hole by about two inches. Shane's just done a chip out of the bunker across to the other side of the green again. I could have this one in the bag. I could have. I could have. You should have. You're right. Look, I'll take the penalty. Right, I'm in. How many shots? Time to calculate. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm in for eight with a penalty. How many is that? This is six. Six. As in you're hitting your sixth or you're hitting your seventh? Right, Shane's got two putts to square the hole, one putt to win it. If, I square, I lose, if he squares, he loses. It's a lot of pressure. Nah, he's missed it. Well, I win the match play this time. Friendos? Good game, Shane. Are we going to skip the 18th? Heck no. Ain't no quitter. Ain't no quitter. Oh, goodness. I wish you guys could see that. That was just such a great bump and run. It was my best shot I've ever hit in the world. It's probably not accurate. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna break 120 today. <laughs> I haven't broken the hundred. I haven't broken 110. No. This is going to be my highest score ever here. Is this the whites and the blues in today's? Looks like it. And the guys in front of us are still waiting, even though there's no one in front of them. Interesting. They are very slow. They are slow. Very, very slow.
very, very slow. Slow. Oh, they're moving. We can tee off right now. Perfect. Go on. All right. Well. Well, look, it's been a bit of a... A bit of a shocking... Uh, day. Quad buggy. Ugh. After getting near the green on. On the fringe. Yep. For three. <laughs> Crap. All right, so I'm on 106. Why not? Yep. You'll definitely be in front of me. And you're... You one up or two up? One up. Uh, two. Two. Up. two. If you had a one that, I would have been one up. Yeah, that's right. Alright, well, we'll leave it here for the round recap, but, uh... Yeah. Good, good day all round. Terrible. Some good golf, some terrible golf. Catch you later. Well, that was... That was it from us on the day. We didn't record after the 17th, so we went and played the 18th, and uh, <laughs> I lost three balls there at the end. Yeah. Uh, of course, they didn't count towards my score because it was the 18th, and uh, historically, I don't, I don't count my lost balls on the 18th. No. Well, I counted one. I did give myself a penalty for the first ball that went in, but uh, the two shots after that, I, I uh, did not count those. I lost a couple on the 18th. I think only one, but. At that point, after the 17th, um, I had lost the match play. That's right. That we discussed last week. Yep. Um, I, which is funny because I was the stroke leader of the day. You were? Just. Just, yeah. Um, but that's match play, isn't it? Yeah. Lost the match play. I, my body was sore and tired, and I was just having a good hit the last night. Asshole. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So <laughs> a few practice shots at the green. There was no one really behind us. No. Immediately. Um, which they were on the hole prior, so I don't know where they went. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they were like, man, these guys are slow. And just uh, they probably just took their time as well. Yeah. So look, I had the last time before now, before this week, the last time we played at Arundel Hills. I managed to birdie the ninth, which is a, a nice par five around water. Yep. So I would say that's a, with with our shot shape or yours from time to time the hook. Yeah. It's a hard hold a birdie. It is. It's well, I mean, a birdie is something that comes few and far between for us at our skill level. So any birdie for me is a uh Great, yes. I think I've only had like four or five. Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably about the same for me. So last time I got a par on the eighth, birdie on the ninth, and then double and triples up until the 16th, which I got a par on again. Yeah. Finished with a total of 107. Yeah. This time, <laughs> finished with a total of 117, an extra 10 strokes. On my game, I only got one par, three bogeys, and then the rest were doubles and triples, which was uh, not good. Yeah, well, it's the first time I've hit the one tens for a while. Yeah, the greens were fast. Oh, the greens were so. Well, we'll note the last time 
the last two times we've played there, the greens have been freshly redone. Yeah. I don't know if that added to the softness or not at the time. With uh, and maybe added to the speed because there was sand scattered along. But um, yeah, the greens this time were a lot trickier. Um, and I mean, I did, I did some. I had a hook on my drive that I just wasn't expecting, and that happened almost every hole in the first nine, front nine, and uh, third hole specifically. Did a uh, actually the third hole I sliced it a little bit. Um, whacked it out onto the fairway and then had a 7-9 looking straight at the green. Hooked it to the left. Couldn't find my ball after three minutes, so I, uh, I dropped <laughs> and ended up with an 8. And then went back to where I thought maybe my ball had gone a little bit shorter than I thought. Found my original ball. And, man, I was uh, I was demoed. I thought that could have been... It was in the in the in that spot for three. I could have been up on the green for four, in for five or six. I mean, it's only next. It's only two strokes, but, but I mean, stuff like that happens through the whole game. Through the whole game, consistently, they get that score up and up and up. That one, that was probably one of my better holes. Where yeah, that was a, you had an amazing drive, just right fairway, yeah. and uh, I believe you were on for two on that hole. I was. That was a um, and I disappointing, disappointingly. Three putted, yeah, because the greens were pretty hard. I found. Yeah, it was a rough day. I get too excited. I think when, yeah. I'm, when I'm in that position on the greens, looking at a birdie putt, I, yep. I either pull back on it and go too short, or oh, it gets in your head. Yeah, I'll be done. So I had a lot, I had a lot of that. It was I had a tough time adjusting the greens, especially. When I was hitting uphill, I was too tentative because I'm like, these greens are fast. Yep. And when I was hitting downhill, um, they were just fast. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't hitting soft enough. So it's just <laughs> another one of those days like that a few weeks ago where it was just, it was just hard, hard yep. going on the putting surface. Yeah. Um, I mean, something I think that we should both aim to get better at is... Not only reading the slope of the green, but the um, the grass direction too can make a big difference in your putts. And it's something that I've only ever really taken notice of in one game. And that was also the last time we were at Arundel Hills when I'd made a um, quite a long putt to get the birdie on the ninth. Yeah. And uh, know, people, people say, like, if it's one way, it looks darker. And if it's one way, it's shiny. I'm like, oh, it's just grass. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think you... I've never been able to see lighter and darker grass at that uh, for directionally anyway. Mm. Um, when I look at the grass to see which direction it's going, I actually look at the grass and see which direction it's going. I mean, sometimes it's hard to tell, but you just look and you can see a general like pattern of, okay, it all looks like a big chunk of it's facing that way. I'm going to assume that that's down grain or with the grain. But yeah, after playing that round, what do you want to work on going into our next round, providing um, you don't have a, a set of twins in the world already? <laughs> Look, I, I think just continuing to work on what I was last round. 
I feel like I'm starting to get the feel for the adjustments I've made in my swings and my irons. I think that's helping my pitching as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't chip well the other day, so I'd like to do that a bit better. Um, so I think just working on what I was working on, continue. Yep. Get a feel for it because the good shots I did, really, you really noticed the difference. Yeah. Um, that was just, you know, a couple of swing thoughts, mainly to do with um, one's hip rotation and one's weight bearing. Yeah. And I mean, you're, uh, you're driving again. You commented on how good your drives were at uh, Cool and Gutter Tweet when you were there. And I saw firsthand your drives were actually, the majority of your drives were straight. I think it was the last three holes they started yeah. leaking off a bit to the left. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you were you definitely outplayed me in the drives and the long lines this week. Yeah. And I mean, that, as you said, the, you were the stroke leader. I just got lucky on a few different holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was consistently bad. You were bad. Yeah. More. But, yeah. More bad on. It's the same story. The same holes. story as every game. Yeah. I have more blowout holes, but more low score holes also. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, well, well you, won, you won the match. I did. So I, I owe you a cold one. A cold one. A nice cold one with the boys. Yes, I'll uh, happily take that. And uh, we'll try again next time and see if I can get you. Yeah. I will say, I went to the range the other night and uh, that same feeling of my great hits that I had a few weeks ago has returned. So it could be my uh, secret weapon next time. could be uh, two up in matches. Yeah, well, I have heard that before, though. Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) So that remains to be seen. Yes. And I will say also, you've played the river course twice now. I've not played it yet. Mm. So you have a slight course layout knowledge advantage. I'll be happy to share that with you. Yeah, great. Thanks. Well, look, it's been a good good chat, Freno. It's been a good run. We've had a good run. Okay. Good, 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 good. Be better. Being better and getting good. Getting good. Yeah. And uh, we'll uh, update you all, our faithful listeners. I think it's a good idea to do the little mid-round commentary. commentary. Yeah. Let us know what you think on the Facebook group. Leave a comment whether you think we should do uh, the mid-round commentary while we're out or uh, just leave it for the podcast. Do a recap. But uh yeah, that's about it from us. Alright, yeah. Have a good day. Good day. Have good days. Or night, depending on when you're listening. Until you hear us from us again. Yep. Keep fighting the good fight. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Keep yeah. getting better and being good. Yeah. Yeah. And as 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 we always say, there's never too many when one comes too often to disappear at once. Magical. Magical. Yes. (laughs) All right.